morning, and God, you are here. God, we feel your presence here already, God. We feel, God, as a body of Christ, we're, we're connected together by your Spirit, even with those connected online. We're all together to come before you, and you are moving in our midst, like the song says. Lord, you're working in this place, and God, I pray that you would touch every heart, that you would heal our hearts, God, and that you would turn our lives around. So we ask you, bless your word, bless this study, May your Holy Spirit anoint this time now, and we ask this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 All right. Hey, a little girl kept watching the clock. She was counting down the minutes to the end of the church service. It's a family service like we're having now. But the preacher's sermon seemed to drag on and on. Well, finally, the little girl leaned over to her mother and whispered in her ear, Mommy, If we give him the money now, will he let us go? (laughs) Well, that kind of anticipation is hard, right? You're waiting for that release. You're waiting for something that you're longing for. Well, as we come into our last study here in the book of Daniel, there's much anticipation over when the suffering and evil that's come upon Israel will finally come to an end. When Israel, when will it be when God's pe- God will be, or Israel will be God's people again? So, what well, God shows Daniel here, God gives this final and prophetic word that in the future, the, the oppression and that separation, that those days are numbered. And that's the title of our message this morning. Those days are numbered. We are going to be studying Daniel chapter 12, pick it up at verse 5 to the end of the chapter. We ended at verse 4 last week, and now Daniel 12, verse 5 through 13 for our last study here in the book of Daniel. We'll wrap up this whole book. Now, our outline is this. There's basically three questions we're going to see being answered. And number one, how long will the evil last? Number two, how long till Israel is restored? And then number three, how long still for Daniel's mission? Well, let's begin here. Number one, how long will the evil last? How long, or I can emphasize, will the evil last? So take a look with me here now. Daniel chapter 12, and we're looking at verse uh, 5 through 7 in this section. But first of all, let's just take a look at two verses here, verse 5 and 6. So it reads here, Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, two others stood, one on this bank of the stream and one on that bank of the stream. And someone said to the man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the stream, How long shall it be till the end of these wonders? And we'll stop right there for now. Now we begin with what happened next now. We're coming into what happened next after the giving of the prophecy was Paul. From chapter 11, you remember, God gave Daniel the prophecy about the future of uh, plan, God's future plan for Israel and the world. And we've been, we've been studying that, right, from chapter 11. And last time, we came to the grand finale of how Israel will be ultimately rescued from the evil of the Antichrist by who? Jesus Christ, right? Remember, we talked about that little war battle going on between Michael the archangel and Satan and his demons that are thrown out of heaven. Well, and then we saw in verse 4 how God asked Daniel to seal the book up, right? Shut it up, to close it up, which really meant put it aside because it's going to be for the people for another day in the future. Well, now we come in to this verse here. 
we finish up there and, and it all makes sense, seal it up for the people, it all makes sense for those who lived in that time at the end of history, which was our title last time. So now as we come into verse 5, Daniel goes on. And look, he says here in verse 5, then I, Daniel. So Daniel's testifying here. Daniel's writing now and continue to finish this book. And he, or this, well, this whole book that we're studying. And so Daniel saw two angels, one standing on one, one side of the stream or the Tigris River and another one standing on the other bank of this stream or the Tigris River. And I believe perhaps one of the angels, maybe it's Gabriel or maybe Gabriel's still with Daniel and there's two other angels, but say one of the angels is Gabriel and remember I believe that's who this angel was, was giving the prophecy, the messenger of God. And so here's, here's the, this uh, one maybe Gabriel and then there's another one right on an angel on the other side of the stream and then there's a third being now that's mentioned here and it says that's one clothed in linen and above the waters now we've seen the man clothed in linen before and that was back in Daniel chapter 10 verse 5 and 6 and and we we believe that is a Christophany right a theophany and a, a pre-incarnate appearance of who? Jesus Christ, right? So I believe that's Jesus, two angels on each side of the river, and then here's Jesus in the middle, right? Uh, right above the waters, maybe some commentators saying, hey, walking on the water, you know, like maybe in the Gospels. So the, one of the angels asks this question now. They ask, how long shall it be till the end of these wonders? Now, the word wonders is more talking about these things that have happened, these shocking events that the Antichrist will do to the people of Israel. And that's what we've been talking about at the end of chapter 11 and, and that battle we saw um, and then Jesus coming down. So we learned that the Antichrist, right, he's going to betray his agreement with Israel, right? At the beginning of the tribulation, he makes that peace agreement, rebuild the temple, that's the idea. But at the middle of the seven years, he's going to desecrate that temple by standing in that temple, declaring himself to be God and, and, the, and requiring the whole world to worship him and especially the Jews. So that's, and we're going to talk about that in a moment too. So here's this Antichrist. Then he makes it his mission, we learn, to kill any Jews, to get rid of Israel, to wipe Israel off the map. And, and remember, this is going to be worse than a Holocaust, worse than anything that this world has seen, that the Jews have seen come against them. So a lot of evil is going to come upon them. And that's the wonders that angels going, well, how, how long then? How long will the Antichrist be able to do his evil on the people of Israel? Well, then look at verse 7. Here's the answer. And I heard the man, clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the stream. He raised his right hand and his left hand toward heaven and swore by him who lives forever that it would be for a time, times, and a half, and that when the shattering of the power of the holy people comes to an end, all these things would be finished. So we see the answer here. But first of all, Jesus, this Christophany, this being over the waters, right, raised his hands, attesting to the fact that this is true. First his right hand, then his left hand. Now, now he's making an oath, basically, to 
God who lives forever saying that what he's going to say is absolutely true. I mean, this is like raising your hand, right? Raising your right hand in court. But when you raise both hands, that's the Jewish way of, of, of saying, I'm making a super solemn oath. So when Jesus raises his both hands, when he raises both hands, he's like, this is for sure true. This is what's going to happen. So how long then? Well, Jesus, or I believe this Christophany, says the same thing he said in Daniel chapter 7, 25, which is a time, time, times, a time, times, and a half a time. So if, if you remember uh, back then, a time means one year. The plural times means two year, and half a time would mean what? Half a year, exactly, six months. So the evil that will be allowed to come upon Israel will be for a total of three and a half years. That's how long, that's how long the evil will be upon the people of Israel. And Jesus puts it this way. At the end of verse 7, the shattering of the power of the holy people. The holy people is Israel. And they will be powerless against the Antichrist. And did you know Israel, this little tiny country, right? I mean, I mean, sm- uh, smaller than e- even if the square miles of Hawaii, if you count, you know, the ocean and stuff in between. They are one of the strongest nations on the earth right now. No one, I mean, it's hard to mess with them. They're going to get back to you. But at this time, their power will be shattered. The Antichrist will be able to do his evil over Israel. And so he'll be able to overpower Israel. So how long will the Antichrist overpower Israel with evil? Well, for three and a half years. And that is, it correlates with the last three and a half years of the tribulation. So it's all coming together. This this really correlates, like you remember when we studied the 70 weeks of Daniel in chapter 9 and verse 27 to talk about the half a week, right? And the week was what, seven years and half the week was three and a half years. It, it correlates with that. It, it connects, it matches with that. Listen to this. In Revelation chapter 11, verse 2, and also in Revelation chapter 13, verse 5, 11, 2, and 13, 5, it puts these three and a half years as 42 months, right? One year is 12 months, right? So what's three years? 12 times 3, 36 months. Half of a year is what? Six months. So you add 36 months. With six months, you get 42 months, if that's a lot of calculating uh, um, uh, I, I used a calculator, so I know. No, <laughs> I can't think that fast either. So 42 months correlates with the three and a half years of time, times, and a half. And Revelation chapter 12, verse 6, puts this in days. It says 1,260 days. So if you take 42 months um, or plus the 30 days and you calculate it all, together in, a Jew, in the Jewish way of doing calendars, 30 days in a month, it's 1,260 days. So how long will the evil last? Well, three and a half years, 1,260 days. I'm putting that in your mind because that's important in what's going to be coming up in the next section. So how long will the evil last? 1,260 days or three and a half years. And here's the point. God's schedule is to allow the overpowering evil of the Antichrist to only last an exact number of days. That's what the Lord is saying here. 
God's schedule is to allow the overpowering evil of the Antichrist to only last an exact number of days. You know, that's good news. It really is. I mean, it's good news for Israel. It'll be good news for those Jews during the time of the tribulation who are being chased after to be killed, persecuted, martyred. Their life is in danger. That's good news. You know, we've seen much evil in these past weeks, haven't we? The injustice and killing of right George Floyd. We've all been watching the news, seeing this. We've seen peaceful uh, protests turning into violent rioting, the looting, right? Arson, just the destruction, just crazy. Our country seems like it's just falling apart at the seams. And so we got to continue to pray for peace, sensibility, to love, not hate. Right? We understand that, right? Returning hate for hate does nothing, right? Doing more evil deeds only brings in more evil. And we understand only the light and love of Jesus can drive out the darkness of this evil. I mean, our sinful nature is all that, isn't it? We're prone to do these things. The sinful nature in man and human beings, we we should say. And only Jesus can change the heart in there. And we understand the world or our country will not have true peace, true unity, until, you know when? Jesus returns. Until when Jesus comes back and sets up his government, rule and reign on this earth, when he sets up his kingdom. And you guys, that's our hope. There will be one day when there will be an end to all of this hate, bitterness, and injustice. There will be an end. And that's what we see here in Daniel chapter 12. That there will be an end. God's schedule is to allow this overpowering evil of the Antichrist. But it will only last an exact number of days. And that's our hope, you guys. I don't know about you, but that's comforting to me today. Especially in the middle of what's going on in, this, in our society, in our country. And we don't know what's going to happen. But I tell you, Jesus predicted it. Jesus knew this was going to happen. He said in Matthew 24, 12, lawlessness will be increased. The love of many will go, grow cold. And you know what he even said in Matthew 24, which is all of a discourse where he's talking about the end times? In Matthew 24, 22, he said, And if those days had not been cut short, no human being would be saved or survive. But for the sake of the elect, that's talking about Israel, those days will be cut short. So Jesus knew, Jesus predicted things would start spinning more out of control. So you can imagine, things are bad now, but can you imagine once the Antichrist comes and rule, once he shows his real colors, once he requires a whole world to worship him, or else you're, you're going to die. You're going to be killed. Can you imagine it? And then can you imagine, remember we talked about Satan's hatred for Israel, for the Jews, how much more this man of Satan, he's going to go after Israel, go after the Jews. You see, this social unrest, racial injustice, acts of evil and violence, they're really a pre-course of what is coming in the tribulation years. And if you're shocked at how it is now, just wait till later. It's going to be a thousand times more. But don't wait. Don't wait. Receive Jesus now. Receive him now and be spared from living through the tribulation. Because Jesus is coming to take the church believers home in the rapture. Paul said, Maranatha, right? Right? Maranatha, amen. The Lord comes soon. Listen, we don't know exactly when the raptures happen, but we know the Father knows. And so, 
those days are numbered. Let's go on to uh, number two now. How long till Israel is restored? We see those days are numbered. How long will the evil last? It's three and a half years. But then how long till Israel is restored? In this section, we're going to be covering verses 8 through 12 of Daniel chapter 12. 8 through 12. But let's first take a look at verses 8 through 10. The first three verses in our section here. Look at verse 8. It says, I heard, but I did not understand. Then I said, O my Lord, what shall be the outcome of these things? And this is Daniel talking. Verse 9, he said, and this is the Lord, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. But then, he adds this in verse 10, Many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined. But the wicked shall act wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. We'll stop there. Now, on hearing that number, right? Three and a half years. On hearing the answer to the angel's question, Daniel's like, hey, I don't fully understand you. I don't really get all of this about this prophecy and the number of those days. So, so he asked the Lord, you know, so, so what? So, okay, you know, this is many days. The evil's going to end. But what's going to be the outcome? In other words, what, what's going to happen after all the evil's done then? All right. Well, what's going to happen to Israel? What's going to happen uh, in that sense? You know, how long will, till Israel's will be completely restored? That's sort of the, the thinking and the question here. So God answers by telling Daniel, Hey, go for now. Yeah. Don't spend energy trying to understand it all, trying to figure all this out. The Lord says again, like he said in verse 4, shut up and, and seal it. He didn't say shut up. Okay, he didn't say shut up there. <laughs> Forgive me if, if that's not a good word here, you cakey, you know, in here. But um, no, he's saying like close the book up, right? Close the book up, put it to the side right now, seal it up, because this will be for the time of the end the end of the times when jesus returns when all this is going on when the evil is upon israel and it's all that what we learned last time uh, that this is going to be for the jews and for them to use in that future time and <clears throat> that is those jews the lord goes on that is those guys who will turn to jesus there's going to be some in israel you want to know what's going to happen well there's going to be those in israel who will purify themselves they'll be forgiven and we understand what the new testament through the blood of christ they're going to come to faith in christ they're going to be made righteous white and refined that's that's the idea there just like we have the righteousness of christ we've learned as believers in christ when we come to him and we're forgiven made clean his righteousness is upon us and we become child children of god so that that's that idea well, what will happen then? What will, be, uh, what will be of the people of Israel? I mean, that's this whole thinking. And well, they will find hope in all this to make it to the end. They are the wise, God said, who shall understand. The wise, remember we talked about a few uh, messages ago. They're those ones who know the word, who understand the word, who follow God's ways. That's what these will become. But not all the Jews will, will, will be there. There will be those who still reject Jesus. And they are, it says here, the wicked that shall act wickedly. They will not repent. They'll continue to get even more worse in sinning and rejecting God. And they will not understand 
They're not, they probably won't even look in the book of Daniel. I remember I mentioned how I believe in that time, the Jews, uh, the saved Jews, the believing ones in Jesus Christ, they're going to be looking in the scriptures. They're going to be looking here. They're going to be reading, studying like we are. They're going to go, whoa, this is happening now. And they're going to be encouraged and find hope in all of this. But then there are those who act wickedly, who, wickedly, who will not re- repent, and they will not understand because they're not even going to care about prophecy or looking into this in the book of Daniel. So we see some of the Jews, they will go on what's going to happen to Israel, uh, but some will not. Not all Jews will believe and not all will make it into the new millennium age. Remember, after the tribulation is the millennium, the thousand year reign of Christ, and not all will make it into that age. And the ones who don't believe, they will go along with those in the world. You know, I was thinking about what Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 3.13. And he's talking about overall in the world. And I believe these Jews will be with, with these guys too in the world. And 2 Timothy 3.13 says, While evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. And that's what we even see today, right? The world is getting darker. The truth of God is beginning to be more suppressed, put to the side. And, and now it's like, well, whatever you think is true, true. I just read a, uh, a Barna report, a poll, that 58% of Americans believe that there is no absolute truth. And that's the way this world is going. And that percentage will just rise more and more into the end times. But... For those of Israel who do believe in Jesus as their Messiah, this is the number of days. And look at verse 11 and 12. And from the time that the regular burnt offering is taken away and the abomination that makes desolate is set up, there shall be, here's a a number, 1,290 days. And then verse 12, blessed is he who waits and arrives at uh, 1,335 Days. Now here's two more numbers of days that are thrown out here. There are two sets of numbers that are, are, are given. And first of all, in verse 11, is 1,290 days. Now do you notice something different here? Uh, I had mentioned to you the 1,260 days, 300, uh, three and a half years, right? But here it's two, 1,290 days, 30 days more. According to the Jewish calendar, another month more, 1,290 days. And then uh, there's another number the Lord throws out, and that's 1,335 days in verse 12. Now, if you were to calculate from the 1,290 days, this would be 45 days later. So look at it this way. We have 1,260 days, three and a half years, which I believe is the return of Christ. Then 30 days after that is the 1,290 days, right? And then 45 days, a month and a half after that, is the 1,335 days. So there's some marks in time here. And, and, and both of these times now, they begin now, the, the clock or the counting of the days begin when? Well, the Lord says here in verse 11, 
from the time that the regular burnt offering is taken away. And what's that talking about? When the Antichrist comes and stands in the rebuilt Jewish temple at, at three and a half years into the tribulation, he stops, we read about that, right? Uh, in Daniel, he stops the regular, the offering of the burnt offering, the sacrifices in the Jewish temple. And he says in verse 11, the abomination that makes desolate takes place. So when the Antichrist comes in at that three and a half year mark in the tribulation, he stands up there. That's when this clock starts for the 1,290 days and the 1,335 days. And so that's that's where we're, what we're talking about. So that's the mark of time. So Jesus marks these two points in time that pertain, really what we're looking at, to the final restoration of Israel because it come, goes into the millennial time after Jesus returns. So all we're given, though, really here we, we, it is um, the number of days, you know, from that three and a half year into the tribulation when the Antichrist stands up all the way into this point of time. So... That's all we're given. What happens at those points? The answer, we don't know. <laughs> That's all we're given. We, we, we don't know exactly what there is. Now, we do know something, so. After Jesus returns, defeats the Antichrist in the battle of Armageddon, the Lord will set his kingdom up on the earth. The thousand-year reign will begin, right? So during that reign of Christ, during, during that kingdom age, the Bible tells us some things that's going to happen. Uh, we, we find maybe these are some of the things that will mark what 1,290 days are and then 45 days later at the 1,335 days are. It could be, and this is just speculation now, at the 1,290 day mark, maybe 30 days after Jesus returns, maybe that's when the separation of goat and sheep that he talked about in Matthew 25 from false believers, yeah, fake believers, and the real believers when that little judgment is going on. Perhaps some commentators saying after the battle of Armageddon and all these armies are wiped out, it's going to take maybe 30 days to clean up yeah, everything there. Another thought is it might take 30 days maybe to set up this new government, right? We're going to rule and reign in Christ and perhaps... Um, There'll be a new Hawaii island, and I like to be there, you know. But wherever God like, whatever his will is, yeah, you know, we could rule and reign. Or maybe as it pertains to Israel and like Daniel saying, what's going to happen to Israel then after all this? Maybe it'll take 30 days for all the Jewish people from all around the world to get, regather back into the land of Israel and God fulfill his promise in bringing them in. It could be. How about the 1,335-day mark? Uh, you know, 45 days after uh, the 1,290. Well, uh, there's speculation again. Maybe, maybe that's when Jesus officially returns as King and Lord. Maybe there's a ceremony where he puts his feet on Mount Olives, you know. Maybe it's when he walks through the Eastern Gate as prophesied. You know, today, the Eastern Gate is all bricked up. It's all, all blocked off, you know. And, and I was asking, I remember uh, the tour leader one time about that, and he said, yeah, the Turks did it when they were controlled Jerusalem year, many, many years ago because they didn't want Jesus to return and fulfill the prophecy of going through the Eastern Gate. It's like, yeah, right, that's going to stop Jesus, right? Kind of crazy. But maybe th there's going to be some official time. He actually comes in and gets official. He's ruling and reigning. Or maybe that's the day when the millennial temple will be rebuilt, finished, 
And, and worship will begin there. Perhaps that. That's pertaining to Israel and the restoration. So it could be. We don't know exactly. Whatever the case will be, one thing is for sure. Israel will be officially restored as God's people. And this time, in Jesus Christ. So how long till Israel is restored? Well, there's two points here, 1,290 days and 1,335 days. And, and here's the point, here's the thing I want you to see here. God has scheduled the days to mark the fulfillment of his promises to Israel. I love that thought, right? God has scheduled the days to mark the fulfillment of his promises to Israel. I mean, he's not just saying, hey, you're going to be my people again. I'm going to restore you guys. Hey, here's the time period. Here's the day. Here's the, the number here. And I love that. Someone said, there's actually an old saying that says, God said, I, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Yeah, you probably heard that. I like that. Amen? What God says, he does, right? No matter how things may look, what God promised will come true. And this is what Daniel is given here, how it will turn out for Israel. God has scheduled the days uh, to mark the fulfillment of his promises to Israel. The Lord said in Jeremiah thirty-three fourteen, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And in context of what we're looking at here, I love that verse. God declaring that. There's so much hope and there's so much like, yeah, Lord, you're going to do it. We see it. You are going to do what you said you're going to do. And you know what? God's going to do that for you too. What he promised you. The promises in the word of God for you and I, even us Gentile believers. God's promises is there for us too. God, The days are coming, I should say. Yeah, when God will deliver you, when God will provide for you abundantly, when God will free you totally from maybe your habitual sin, when God will heal you completely of yourself. Yeah, when God, the day is coming when what He promised you personally will come to pass. When when the the day is coming when the desires He put in your heart, right. Uh, Psalm, right? Uh, or Proverbs, right? It will all come to pass. Whatever that mission he's given you and call that calling he's given you, it will come to pass. The day, it, uh, the days are coming. The day is coming. Child of God, that's, God does what he says. Know that this morning. Believe in what is said here. Believe in, the, in, in what is prophesied here, what God has given and what God is saying to Daniel and to Israel. Believe in what is said here. I mean, think about it this way. If all that we've studied here in this book of Daniel, right, if all that we study, especially the history, um, as we look at that and that's come true, what was prophesied back then, we see, it, we see that has come true. Doesn't that mean the rest of the prophecy that hasn't happened yet will happen? Isn't that what that means? Yes, right? Yes. Do you believe that? I believe it. If you believe it, then you can trust God that what he promised you will come to pass. When the British preacher G. Campbell Morgan was young and he was first in ministry, he he visited two elderly ladies, and he'd go every week and read the Bible. They read the Bible together. And, and one time he was with these ladies. He read a Matthew twenty-eight twenty, which says, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. 
And then he turned to the ladies and he said, isn't that a wonderful promise? Well, one of the ladies quickly replied, young man, that is not a promise. It is a fact. (laughs) Yes, it is a fact, you guys. God keeps his promise. It is a fact what he told you he will do. God will do all that he said he will do. And so we know here the oppression and separation of Israel from God. It will come to end. Those days are our number. Let's go on here now to number three. Number three, how long still for Daniel's mission? Uh, that's number three. We've seen how long will the evil last? How long till Israel's restored? How long still for Daniel's mission? Well, quickly here. Daniel chapter 12, verse 13, our last verse. But go your way till the end, and you shall rest, and shall stand in your allotted place at the end of days. So the last verse here in this chapter, in this book, the Lord tells Daniel, go your way. In other words, don't worry about trying to figure out and understanding this prophecy in all these days. But you know what? Go your way. Keep doing what I called you to do. Keep the course all the way till the end, until you're laid down to rest. And he's talking about when he dies. And when you do, he tells Daniel, when you finally die, you will come. And in the end, you will stand with restored Israel in your allotted place. In other words, you'll receive your inheritance that I promised of eternal life at that time of the end. And God is saying he will bless the faithful. But for now, he's saying, go back, get back to your mission and your service. Remember, he was that high advisor to kings. He's been faithful through the years. Right now, he's probably pushing like 90 years old. But God is saying, don't be distracted by this prophecy. Don't get distracted by by trying to figure this out, out, you know. But go back, keep doing what you've been called to do. Focus in that fact. And in the end, you will be with me in heaven. Yeah, focus on that fact. So how long still for Daniel's mission? Will it end soon? God doesn't say Has it changed? No. But here's our last point. God's schedule is for Daniel to keep doing what he's been called to do. You know, in 2011, you guys remember Harold Camping predicted that a rapture would happen on May 21st, 2011, and that the world would end on October 21st, 2011. Well, did it happen? No, we're still here, right? We're still here. But guess what? Many who believed him, really believed him, and we don't know when that's going to be, but many who believed him at that time sold their houses, quit their jobs, sadly, even maxed out their credit cards, but nothing happened. How sad is that? Daniel isn't supposed to get so into prophecy and become this prophecy buff and quit his job and, and just wait for the future to come. No, he has to keep going. He's, he has to continue to do his mission. And just look to the future when he's done, he's done, and he'll go home to be with the Lord. Jesus even said in the parable of talents in Luke 19, 13, engage in business until I come. So let's all be careful that end time prophecy doesn't become like an idol. But if anything, all we learn should drive us to live for God and share Jesus more. The psalmist wrote in uh, Psalm ninety twelve. so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. We only have one life to live. Jesus is coming soon. So what are we doing with these days that we have left? Someone said this, prophecy is not meant to tickle your curiosity, but it is meant to move you into activity. It's so good. 
Well, remember our theme as we close up here? Unwavering trust in the sovereign God of history. And this is what God wants to teach us here. God is sovereign. He manages. He schedules history. He has, he has a plan, so we need to trust him in that plan. And know that in our obedience to do what he asks us to do, that we're fitting into that plan. We're fulfilling what God wants us to do. And so we must keep to that mission. Listen, there's a lot of things happening in this world right now. And it all speaks of the, the days are numbered, you guys. The, 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 it's, it's coming. I mean, locusts swarm around the world, right? I mean, uh, July 1st, July, Israel is planning to annex right? The West Bank, parts of West Bank and Jordan. And all the countries are gathering around protesting. I uh, just read an article the other day, just two days ago, Russia and U.S. tensions are rising as Russia is bringing more jets, more military into Syria. Syria is rebuilding its uh, military. And then we could see what's going on in our own country right now. Time is running out. You must see that now. But if anything, the book of Daniel showed us that God has a sovereign time clock. And I believe what we see today shows that the world is heading into, about to head into these end times. But there is hope. It will not go on forever. And we know those days are numbered. Let's pray. Lord, <clears throat> we thank you for your word this morning as we thank you for this book Lord, we, it's been such a wonderful, fascinating book. And as we end, we look into your sovereign character again, Lord. Your character of your being a sovereign God. You are Lord God. You are creator. And Lord, help us to trust in you more. So God, as we close up this book and we see so much, Lord, of your hand in it, of how you fulfilled prophecy. And as we look to future prophecy, we know and trust you will fulfill that. Help us then today to live for you, God, and get back to our mission. In Jesus' name, amen.